Welcome to Mission in Action, the audio experience for Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. We are a nonprofit with a vision of an American society where Muslims and Jews are empowered to create lasting partnerships and engage in authentic communication and mutual cooperation. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of our keynotes, workshops, interviews, speeches, and other audio from events led by our team. This week's episode is from Newgrounds 2014 Spotlight Storytelling event. Our speaker is Michael Schoenfeld, and his story is entitled Being Both Secular and Orthodox. We hope you enjoy. I grew up as a secular Jew, dropping out of Hebrew school before my bar mitzvah age because I was more interested in watching football on a Sunday. Yet, I joined a Jewish youth group in high school, and when I went to college, I made friends with a few Jewish people in my class. One Friday night, they took me to dinner at the Chabad house. For those that don't know, Chabad is an Orthodox sect of Judaism. The men have long beards and wear black hats, and one of their strengths is outreach to non-religious people. Many people complain about their ways of outreach because they can literally stop you on the street, ask if you're Jewish, and try and get you to pray with them in hopes that you might return to a more Jewish practice. But I remember walking to the Chabad house the first time, seeing the rabbi and not knowing what to say. But he immediately starts telling me jokes. And within an hour, I'm pretty sure I was his best friend. I had never interacted with an Orthodox Jew before that. And for the first one to be one of the kindest people I'd ever met, that meant a lot. You felt like you became part of his family after just meeting him. And ultimately, I would go to the Chabad house for Shabbat dinner once or twice a month throughout the four years of college. I remember telling my family when I started going, and they'd warn me, be careful, Michael, they'll try and make you Orthodox. That was my first of many future encounters with the space between. After college, I moved to LA, and I wasn't very involved with the first year here. About a year in, I found out about Newground, as well as another organization called Aisha Torah, which translates to Fire of the Torah. Aisha is also an outreach organization, and that it tries to reach people who aren't religious Jews and provide them a space to explore and learn. I steadily became more involved with Aish, one reason being the rabbi there is amazing and I formed a close friendship with him. He was only a few months out of rabbinical school when I first met him and didn't have a beard or anything like my Chabad rabbi. He was just a 33-year-old guy who happened to wear a kippah and be an observant Jew. He'd become religious and for that reason was able to connect very well with someone like me. At around the same time, as I mentioned, I found out about the Newground Fellowship through a Palestinian friend of mine. One night during our fellowship, we were discussing Judaism and Islam 101, and I remember how much some of the other fellows knew about their religion. I was pretty ashamed I couldn't share any interesting or important facts about Judaism. I'd been involved with the Jewish community on a social level, but never taken the time to learn the nitty-gritty of the customs and beliefs and why they're important and where they come from. I was envious of others' knowledge, and I took it upon myself to learn more about Judaism. I think being out of college for a few years has made me want to learn even more than when I was in college. I never imagined myself wanting to go to Torah classes during the week or spend my Friday nights around a Shabbat dinner table hearing the Torah portion of the week explained. This spring, after learning frequently for about a year, my rabbi approached me with the opportunity to go to Banff, Canada, the beautiful Canadian Rockies for an eight-day Jewish learning camping trip, classes in the morning and outdoor adventures in the afternoon. 10 years ago, you couldn't have paid me a million dollars to do such a thing. So one morning this summer, I woke up at 3.30 a.m. on August 17th, and it hit me. I was going to Jew camp. (laughs) We landed in Calgary, we went to the hotel, and I met all the guys. 
I realized later that day that eight of the guys were actually from yeshiva, which is where religious Jews go to study Judaism in depth after high school. While it may have been an awkward fit, it actually turned out to be the perfect opportunity to ask questions. And ironically, this reminded me of Newground, getting to have good conversations with those who are different from you. But instead of it being a group of Muslims who were different from me, it was a group of Jews. The first morning of the trip, we were eating breakfast. And I noticed some of the guys were wrapping tefillin, which is a ritual for morning prayer, where you wrap a leather strap around your arm and your head. And on your head and your arm, there's a box with a verse from the Torah inside of it. On my trip to Israel seven years earlier, I had refused to partake in this ritual because it was too religious for me. But that morning, I debated internally for about 10 minutes and thought, why not, and asked if I could try it on. I didn't know how to put it on, didn't know how it was done, but the second I had it on, I loved it, and I started doing it every day. The physical act of wrapping something around my arm and head has given me a material way of connecting to God. It creates a daily uplifting space for that connection as one of the first things I do when I wake up now. I say a prayer called the Shema when I wrap to film, and that prayer is about loving God and knowing God exists. And I love having a concrete way of expressing that every day. On this trip, I was able to reflect on my experience while still experiencing it. The learning was continuous, and there was always a rabbi or yeshiva guy to answer my questions. And yet, while my connection to Jewish ideas and rituals is stronger, I'm not jumping at the chance to become orthodox tomorrow. That doesn't mean I can't improve my life, and that may come from religious observance down the road, but there are things holding me back as well. It's hard to live as an observant Jew in the entertainment industry. Sometimes you have to work late on a Friday night. It's not easy giving up your Friday nights and Saturdays every week to keep Shabbat, or for me personally, to stop eating shellfish that I grew up eating weekly in Seattle. Much of this space between is about the tug of war between two ways of living. I might find something new and exciting in Orthodox Judaism, but embracing it on a daily or weekly basis takes another level of dedication that I'm not sure that I want to give or that I should give. This is the heart of my exploration, figuring out if I truly connect with God by doing these good deeds or mitzvahs as they're called, and if they have a positive impact on my life. There are 613 commandments listed in the Torah as part of God's covenant with the Jews. The Ten Commandments, plus the 248 prescriptive laws, do this, and the 365 proscriptive laws, don't do that. So as you can guess, this might keep me busy for a little while. After this trip, at the beginning of September, I had a conversation with my rabbi, and I had to realize I would just have to be comfortable being in the space between for a while. One constant in my journey has been asking, what does God want from me? And also, what do I want out of Judaism? Until recently, those were two separate topics, but now I'm finding ways to bring God into my Judaism and Judaism into my spirituality. To be honest, trying to figure out my niche is the hardest part. I'm continuously scared of falling down the so-called rabbit hole of Orthodox Judaism or finding a different path that isn't right for me. Orthodox Judaism has strong ideas about what should fit right. Other branches of Judaism leave it more open, and it's in this space between that I hear different answers as I learn more about myself my path, and my tradition. This kind of learning and changing doesn't happen overnight, though. But the most important part for me is to be leading a spiritually fulfilling life with Judaism being a part of it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Aziza Hassan, the Executive Director of Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. Thank you for sharing your time with us today and for listening to this episode of our podcast. At Newground, We believe that conflict is natural and inevitable. 
yet not intractable, no matter the history. Being stuck is a choice. That's why we build relationships between Muslims and Jews so that they can transform their communities through lasting partnerships. If you'd like to learn more about our mission or support this podcast and Newground's work, please visit mjnewground.org. That's M for Muslim, J for Jew, newground.org. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you.